This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, Bradfell. Oh, let's go. Deadline day. McFarlane, let's go. Raphael Devers wants an arm. Will he get one? <laughs> <laughs> will, he, will he get one? Literally? Will, uh, will, <laughs> will he get one before 6 o'clock today? Uh, I think he will get some semblance of an arm. Um, right. it, it, but no, here's and here's my take on that: is that they're in a they're in a weird spot, like a lot of teams are in Major League Baseball right now. And you see all these teams doing different approaches. You had Seattle, who had the best record of any team in the majors in July, actually start selling, and they're mm. only three and a half games out. You have obviously the Cubs; they're three out. But they won eight in a row, so they're buying. So it's all over the place. But the fact is, is that the Red Sox, can, as we've said on this show many, many times before, they can win. It's a flawed American League. They have guys coming back. I think the biggest thing is you have to read the room. Heim Bloom has to read the room better than he has the last two deadlines. Two years ago, they were 19 games up and over 500. And they didn't read the room right. And they have, I think they went like six and 14 after the deadline. It was bad. Last year, didn't read the room. Got some guys, but traded a guy that everyone in that room thought was a key, key element. They go 12 and 16 in August for a second straight August. That isn't the reading the room. They have to do a better job because if they don't do a better job in this landscape, you're going to be out of it in a hurry. But here's my question, Rob. Why are they not doing one or the other? Either believe in Bloom and allow him to enact this plan that he was hired by John Henry to, to fulfill, or trade for quality pitchers, maybe another bat, another second, whatever, and get that done today. Why are they constantly trying to middle it when that accomplishes neither? But who's to say, Chris, that they aren't letting Bloom do what they have done? Because I would say that they are. Well, so they if you, if there's nothing, if you don't see anything significant, right? Today, I think Bloom. Then... I think I think Bloom. Well, I think Bloom's mantra or 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 the way that he does thing is that he's a price setter. He sets a price more than most, and he doesn't go over that price. And that's why I think that you lose out on free agency a lot. That's why I think you don't see these big one-for-one trades. Wait, so you're... he wanted to retain J.D. Martinez last year? 
No, they were talking to him. They set a price on J.D. Martinez, but they set a different price for Justin No, Turner. I mean reta- at the deadline last year. Oh, they didn't want to trade yeah, J.D.? Yeah. No, no. So what they did at the deadline last year with J.D., with Xander, with Avaldi, which is they put them out there, they set a price, and as someone told me, they were asking for the, the stars of the moon for them, and they, they didn't get the price, so they don't trade them. That's well, then he's awful at his job because well, then they get nothing. Right. Well, they and, – and clearly, like I said – you look at it's a results business and the results after what they did tried to go half in and half out but you traded the wrong guy because the perception was I don't care who you get back like the the perception was that in that clubhouse was that you sold him and you held on to these other guys and you lost you lost so That's if he was all- a realtor he'd never sell a house well maybe I mean no but but there he'd are other <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least yes. Well, that is you terrifying. Know, if he's that bad at his job, I well, mean, why? But what? But you can't say he's that bad at his job because there's examples of him actually making moves that work. I mean, that that he set a price for Yoshida, it worked. He set a price for Turner, it worked. Kenley, Chris Martin, it worked. All I'm saying, when you go into this deadline, that right now, as we sit here, a lot of these trades are of the type of trades where, like, look at the Angels. I mean, you think he's going to do what the Angels are doing? No. You think he's going to do what the Rangers are doing? No. Well, because, I, but he ahead. should trade Justin Turner then. If if they're not contending for a championship, well, Justin who's Turner to, might be again, the most valuable to, chip, who, valuable right. trade but, asset. But who's to? That's the point, Chris. Is that who's to say that they're not? He. I don't think he is. I don't think I've said this a million times. Is that this is this is. This is the advantage, the, the opportunity that you have to take advantage of. That you have a very, very flawed American League and a team with the, this currently uh, this current group of the Red Sox, which can beat good teams. So if you have that combination and you're still in it, you're going to trade away a guy who is like the heart and soul of that team right now, and Justin Turner. That makes zero sense. Bradford, let me ask this question, right? With Heim Bloom, how difficult is it? to read the room when you look at where this team is and you basically know that they're in striking distance. Like you said, they have a good team. That would be like a person complaining about how hot their house is and they need an air condition and then walk into a McFarlane and go, man, I wish I could do something about my air condition and then leave. I don't get this whole read the room. Is he a moron? Well, first of all, McFarland makes everything better. So the, the, either you're McFarland at the trade deadline or you're not. Right. But I, I would say this is that so when I say read the room, mm-hmm. I mean, like, there is there is no certainty. And I can give you plenty of examples. Look at the Yankees last year. The Yankees were running away with things. They made five trade deadline acquisitions, including Andrew Benintendi. And so and then they have one of the worst records in August immediately after. There's plenty of examples of teams making moves and all of a sudden falling off the cliffs. It's not necessarily making the huge move is the right move. I mean, the Angels might fall off the cliff here coming soon. But I, when I say read the room, I'm like, find the piece that fits in that in that clubhouse, on that field. And that might be just a, a, a back-of-the-end starter, not mm-hmm. the shock and awe guy. Right. So, and that's fine. I mean, that's fine. But all I know is this. All I know this, w- Wiggy, you go back to the last two Augusts in different situations, and you have not been able to read the room out of the gate well. In 2021, 
They they get Schwarber, a guy with a bad hamstring against two second-tier relievers. People in that clubhouse were like, what are we doing? Why didn't we go for it? And you know what? Until Schwarber came back, they lost a lot. But you know what? They also were 19 games over 500. Right now, you don't have that luxury of getting off for the first couple of weeks of August and, and pl- slow playing this and not making the right move, whether what no matter what it is, this time around because of how delicate you are in the standings. It just feels like a sell. Like it's it feels like it's gonna be a sell day. Like- I don't I don't think they're gonna sell. I mean, I I don't think they'll they'll make the shock and awe move that a lot of people now. If Verdugo is dealt, is that a sell? Depends what you get back. Look at look at what the Mariners are doing right now. You just you just traded your closer, and they by the way, two years ago they did the same thing. They traded their closer, but I wouldn't put it past them to coming back today and then adding something else. This happens. It's all where you're going to land. Like if you if, immediately, if you trade for Dugo out of that clubhouse and you don't help the pitching, yes, in that clubhouse, it will get the same vibe that you did when they traded Vasquez. But it's going to be about where you land after today. But here's the thing, Rob. If they don't add, then nobody on that roster believes Chris Sale's going to come in and help. They oh, that's believe- not true. You just said that. You just, you don't believe it. When you say nobody on the roster believes it, that's that's okay. a false statement. Well, so they, 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 do, they do believe that he's going to come back and be the Chris Sale. Yeah, I mean, role. whether or not you believe it or not, right. they believe okay. it. Okay, they All might right. tell you they believe it, Rob. No, no, I'm no, no. You, no I, I, sane I, human I, believes I, I am, in Chris I am Sale. Tell, I, I am telling you, Chris, that they believe it. Okay, so, and I'm I telling mean, you that they tell you they believe it, but no okay, person okay. actually well, believes you know what? Chris Sale it. It's funny. I, I deal in science and facts, and it's your prerogative to be wrong. But, you know, that's fine. There are more people within the sound of our voice that believe in the tooth fairy than believe in Chris Sale you know coming what? back this season. And again, again, Chris, th- that's their pro- and maybe they're right. I am telling you what the facts are, which is the people in that clubhouse who believe that in Chris Sale. It's, that's just a fact. Just admit that you're wrong and move on. <laughs> admit that I'm wrong? What are you talking about? Not wrong about Chris Sale. So, I, you, could, you could be right about Chris Sale. But when you tell me, like, oh, well, these guys who actually are around this guy and for whatever reason. And, and listen, I mean, the way that guys are in clubhouses and teams, they look at the – they have the ultimate optimistic view of these these players and these teams much more than we do that's just how it always works they see the best in what they have which is sometimes absolutely misguided and maybe they're misguided when it comes to chris sale but once again like for you to say oh well i'm telling you that they're lying to you okay well again your prerogative to be wrong chris so it, when you have when you have rafi devers saying we need it essentially saying get us a pitcher if you're Heim Bloom and you don't do that, then you run the risk of frustrating. Uh, oh yes, and I'll come back to my original thing. It's reading the room in that clubhouse. There is that perception, and and I've heard it for a couple of weeks now. Say like, we got a good team, we we have this team, and we we have enough talent, but we could really use another arm. It's a, it echoing the same thing that Devers said. So I, I think that absolutely, if they sit around and they do not get a, another arm. Are they going to absolutely lose? I don't know this, 
But I do know this, that you didn't read the room correctly because in that room, the room that I know a lot better than Chris Curtis, yes, it was that they wow. that they that they think that they need an arm. That is, a, by the way, a pure flex this morning on Curtis, <laughs> and I love it. Uh, <laughs> Brad never, I don't think Curtis. Even, I'm never gonna. I don't think he even knows how to find the locker room. I, I wouldn't there. even know what a jock strap looked like. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in it? I have been in the Red Sox locker. Room. Uh, let the I've record show. Too. I went in hammered recording liners for Doug Lane. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's updated, though. I'll give him that. Uh, I assume you will be available all day should anything break. Uh, All day. Whatever you guys need, I'm there for you. All right. So there you go. All right. Rob Bradford, thank you.